ora. It's September 13th and this is On The Campaign, a daily podcast wrapping all the big stories from the election 2023 campaign trail. I'm Hamish Fletcher and I'll be your host for this episode. We're over a week into the election campaign now and the steady stream of policy announcements from the major parties is becoming more of a trickle as parties hone in on their key pledges they hope will woo voters in their direction. But ahead of the first round of televised debates, there are still some areas parties are hoping to stake their position on. For Labour, their big announcement today was a promise to slowly increase the number of doctors trained each year, adding 95 additional places from 2025 and then 335 from 2027. Health Minister Dr Isha Verrill, speaking from the home of one of the country's two medical schools, Dunedin, said that will lead to 874 doctors being trained each year, a 62% increase over current levels. The party will also create 700 extra nursing places next year and increase international recruitment to bring in 300 additional senior medical officers. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins was also in Dunedin today, where he visited a student flat with the nickname Love Shack. There he spoke with dental students who supported the free oral health care for under-30s that Labour has promised, though one questioned if the workforce was there for it. Hipkins, however, did bring the flat some donuts, perhaps hoping to create some work for those future dentists. National Today didn't announce any policies, but leader Christopher Luxon was campaigning in the safe Labour seat of Papatoitoi. There, shop owners Luxon spoke with commented on their concerns over retail crime and feeling unsafe. But it was National's likely coalition partner in ACT that tackled law and order today. David Seymour has revealed a detailed policy. Among his 12-point plan, ACT wants to reinstate the three-strikes legislation, see more people in prison with $1 billion to add 500 additional prison beds, impose tougher sentences for crimes on vulnerable workers, and more 17-year-olds at going back to the adult prison system. Seymour told media today there is one thing that all the policies have in common. Each of them are designed to swing the pendulum of justice back towards the interests of victims like Bart and away from the offenders who have been the centre point of sympathy in our justice system for the last six years. Meanwhile, yesterday's big economic news continued to be a topic of discussion for our major parties today. If you didn't catch yesterday's episode, the Pre-Election Economic and Fiscal Update, or PREFU, was released showing a path back to surplus for the country's books by 2027. But it requires a few more years of deficit, slow economic growth, and continuing the same spending commitments in order to get there. Speaking to Mike Hosking this morning, Finance Minister Grant Robinson reiterated his confidence in the surplus projections. The most frightening thing for me is the 10, almost $10 billion to service the interest. Mm. $10 billion to go nowhere apart from paying an interest bill. <laughs> and look, that's the reality of, of the of level debt. of... of it's the, a reality of debt. Well, it's, it's a combination of debt and the level of interest rates that we've got. You know, it's 2% of GDP, and your listeners won't be able to see the graph that I'm looking at, but, you know, we've historically had much higher levels of finance costs as a percentage of GDP. This is a bit higher because the markets that we're in reflect the global state of interest rates. So it is a lot of money, Mike, but it's the price we pay for being able to have got ourselves through COVID. And I can remember doing interviews with you and you raised this with me that 
when we're borrowing this money, you can't just click your fingers and pay it back. Yeah. It gets paid back over a period of time, and interest rates are now higher than they were when we were in that period. So we took that decision. This is the consequence of that decision. Yeah. But historically, it's actually in the ballpark. On the other side, Luxon is still trying to pivot the conversation away from his own tax policy. He was still grilled multiple times about it on the campaign trail today. We have given out a 32-page report, we have released our reviewer's report, uh, and we have released also legal advice. And we have seen a range of experts uh, and advisors that have commented on, and I appreciate there's a range of opinion, but we are absolutely rock solid on believing we can do this. Why won't you release the calculations though, because that's where the question is? Uh, because I'm absolutely confident and rock solid that we know what we're doing well, and we will be able to deliver so this. Why not show us? Uh, because I, 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 we've given you what you need to see, which is a 32-page detailed document with costings in it. You've seen a reviewer's report, and you've also seen legal advice. You're basically and saying, I, trust us. No, what I'm saying is, uh, I've seen a Labour government ask and say, oh no, you've got a problem with free trade agreements. Well, no, we haven't. Oh no, you've got a problem with tax treaties. Well, no, we haven't. Actually, you've got a problem with taking the ban away. Well, no, we haven't. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really confident that we know what we're doing. We've put together a plan. It's put, to, you know, we've thought about it for months, and most importantly, what the Labour Party and the CTU should be doing is endorsing this plan. Why, why, why not show it? Why? Because we are work, We have developed a programme and a plan that gives relief to low and middle income New Zealanders. The economy will remain a top of mind issue for voters heading to the polls. Figures from StatsNZ released today show annual food prices were 8.9% higher in August 2023 than they were in August 2022, slightly down from the highs we saw in June this year, where prices came in 12.5% higher than in the previous year. In terms of the next big moment for the election, all eyes are now turning towards the first leaders debate between the two Chrises, set to be broadcast on TVNZ next Tuesday. Writing in the Herald today, former ACT leader Richard Preble said everything will be riding on the debate for the two leaders, with longtime politician Chris Hipkins the favourite over first-term MP Christopher Luxon. Preble wrote, Now is too late for Labour to change strategy. Hipkins must win the leaders' debate by knockout. If he does so, National and ACT will fall short. But if Luxon can put up a credible performance, he will demonstrate that he is ready to be Prime Minister. Should Luxon surprise us and be judged the winner? he will achieve a landslide election victory. Speaking to Mike Hosking this morning, Labour's campaign manager Megan Woods agrees that debates will be a key part of this election. They're not always that critical. I mean, um, last election, Judith Collins won the first debate. Um, well, we saw that happen in first of the first of the televised debates. But I think at this election where there are huge questions, particularly dangling over the National Party's costings and how it's all going to add up, they will be a really critical part of it. Luxon appears to be backing himself, but doesn't want to come off as too cocky. No, I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, um, you know, I'm, you know, Chris Hipkins is a 20-year career politician. He's a uh, champion debater. He's probably the best debater in our parliament and probably in New Zealand. Uh, I haven't even done a debate uh, before, uh, so I, I lose a lot to my wife. Uh, so uh, I have to say to you, no, I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be fun. But I tell you, what the country needs is not a great debater. What they need is a great manager. Hipkins himself was also trying to temper expectations. Christopher Luxon and I go into the debates on roughly even terms. He's actually been in his job longer than I've been in mine. Um, and uh, we're both doing that for the first time. Tomorrow, Chris Hipkins continues his South Island tour, visiting the West Coast, Hokitika, Greymouth and Westport, while Christopher Luxon will be in Christchurch. In the meantime, this has been On The Campaign. You can follow this podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. For more election 2023 coverage, head to nzherald.co.nz. I'm Hamish Fletcher, and we'll catch you again tomorrow.